Hello, welcome to another episode of the Short Pale and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is Tuesday, June 11th for Monday, June 10th. How art thou? Uh, tell your mom I said hello. And uh, today, yeah, uh, yesterday was one heck of a day. I got caught up all day in uh, in a car dealership. Ooh, how exciting. Loy, are you stunting on us? Are you buying a new car? Are you upgrading from the Forester? Uh, I'm not. I was actually just doing like a, a maintenance oil change. And I know, I know oil change is a little bit more expensive at the dealership. And you're like, why don't you just go to Jiffy Lube? It's like $40. Or you go to the dealership, it's like 80 And you go, I don't know, man. I just feel better just getting all my shit done at a dealership. Just because I feel like they're going uh, uh, like to fuck me on the warranty. Like, I bought the extended warranty. Like, why would you do that? Because I got fucking things to worry about, okay? I, I don't want to buy it and have the transmission blow out and I'm not going to cover it. And I feel like if I don't buy my maintenances from there, if I don't get my car serviced there, that's how they're going to like, well, if you had gotten your oil change here, not Jiffy Lube, they could have told you that your transmission was going to blow. And since you didn't get it done here, uh, you're shit out of luck. So I try to get that done there. And you think like an oil change and like, you know, 78,000 mile maintenance, just be able to sort that out, right? I scheduled an appointment. They knew I was coming. I was on time. I was ready to go four hours. I got there at 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. Yeah, it was like f- almost five hours at the freaking car dealership. I know. Where you just at that some point it was like, hey, uh, do you want a new car? I've been like, what do I got to do to get out of this current predicament how do i get rid of my current car just to get the fuck out of here i've been here five hours for a goddamn oil change right you could have told me anything hey buy this new car trade in the old one your payment's gonna be a million dollars a month but it's fine you'll be able to go home right now like fuck right now a million dollars let's go do it i don't have a million dollars but it seems like a good it seemed like a phenomenal idea at the time just that's all I gotta do is pay a million dollars so I can get out of this this dealership. It's like it's bad enough that they play music that I don't even like. They play like they play what a movie would think a top forty song sounds like. It's not. It's a, it sounds like a top forty song, but it's like not a song you anyone's ever heard of. It like it's just ah, what's a top forty sound song sound like? Here, here it is. And it's not a real song. It's just a song made for a movie on a soundtrack that no one's ever going to listen to. Yeah, you get to hear 40 versions of that over and over again for five hours. You know how many times I heard the same song that I've never heard before until I got there? At least 10 times. Like, it would almost be better if they just put on a radio station. The Wave FM. And I'll just listen to Kenny G just fucking balls deep all for 10 hours, five hours, five hours. You know, I'd listen to dum dum da da dum dum da da dum 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 da 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 dum dum da 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 da
At least I know that song. It gets stuck in my head. I can't even tell you what song. And some some fucking boy band. I don't know. I, yeah, Lloyd, that does. Yeah, you never heard that song. That's why it doesn't sound recognizable to you. And I can't sing. I'm just saying I'd rather listen to actual top 40 music than knockoff top 40s. Now, that's what I call music knockoffs. Anyways, dealership, right? Uh, should be 80 bucks. Maintenance, I just assume they're going to rotate the tires, right? Spin those motherfuckers around a little bit. I think they do like real simple shit. It cost me like $300 because they had to change the brake light, which was $30. If I knew, like, the thing was like, they gave me a grand total, like $300. I was like, well, that's way more than I care to spend, but I'm here. You guys are going to do it right. Let's just knock it out. That's fine. It's not, but it's it's fine. Whatever, whatever. Uh, and then the problem is they give you an itemized receipt. Not like a taxes, but they give you an itemized receipt and you're looking at it and you go, huh, cabin filter, $30. I'm pretty positive I could have walked into any O'Reilly's and not get fucked. Uh, I'm sure I could have bought a cabin thing uh, at O'Reilly's or AutoZone. Um, get into the zone, auto zone. I could have done that for, I, I'm pretty sure 15 bucks. I could have Amazon primed it for fucking 19 cents from China. And I could have just thrown it to myself, right? But I was like, $300, that's fine. All the maintenance, I just looked at it. They just changed the cabin filters and a fucking brake light, brake light, $30. And here's the problem. Here's the problem, people. You figure, hey, we're going to fuck you real good on the cabin filters, and that's, I mean, whatever. You got to make your money, boo-boo, right? I figured that would include the installation. No, $35 to install it. I don't know how much you get paid an hour, but I know that I could have done that in 10 minutes. No bullshit. It's not that difficult. Couple clamp, knock it in there, throw it out the other one. I'm surprised they didn't fuck you on the disposal. Well, it's a hazardous material. You can't just throw this outside into the garbage. Bullshit. Which now I'm probably just giving them an idea. Hey, it's a $10 disposal fee of cabin cabin filters. It was like that. It was like three filters that they had to switch. A brake light. And it was all like $30 and then $30 labor. Like, God damn. Like, I would have paid $30 for all of it. And you wonder why nobody wants to go to the dealership. The only thing, that, the only thing out of the stereotypical uh, dealership experience that everybody says is fucking bullshit is nobody tried to upsell me into another car. And at that point, that was a time I was like, I'll go buy a new car. After two hours, I'm like, just somebody sell me this fucking car. Sell me this car right now. I want to get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, man. That's where I spent. And then I was like, oh, well, I've been here five hours. Let me go fucking go to the mall. Let me just make myself feel happy. Let me just walk it off. Let me go to the mall. And then I just realized that that is depressing in and of itself. I went to a mall. It was a nice, fancy mall. And I was like, right, let me just walk around. I found no joy in it. And it wasn't because I was angry. It just, it felt like the zombie apocalypse. It felt like this is where your dreams go to die. This is, like, nobody's here. 
Nobody's here. It's me, the guy that works at the fucking cell phone kiosk, and the woman that asks you a question that's basically the question. Um, Miss, can I ask you a question? That is the question. You've asked it to me, and uh, it's that person, right? It's just us. We're just staring at each other. And the woman sitting outside the, uh, the Chinese restaurant thing that's trying to give you free chicken samples. Here's a chicken piece. Here's a chicken piece. Listen, I don't eat at malls. I don't know if that's a thing that you do or do not do. I do not do it. I do not eat at malls because that shit is potentially scary. Like, that's a shit that you just kind of go, huh. So if one place has an infestation, if one person fails... Uh, cleanliness, basically all of the spots in the mall uh, that serves food probably in the same condition. So it only takes one bad apple. You know what I'm saying? It only takes one bad apple. It's true. It only takes one bad apple. And I don't eat at the mall. And you're like, oh, that's kind of skeptical. What about Chick-fil-A? Maybe Chick-fil-A, but probably not. I don't, uh, I'm not on the board of uh, listening to mall violation, food violations. I'm not on that board. I'm not in that email string. I'm just saying I know working at a mall that uh, if one's bad, I don't care if it's the friendlies in the front of the mall. If that place is fucked, I'm going to tell you S. Barrows is probably in no better condition. I don't know. I don't live in where you live. I don't go to your mall. But ask. Ask the dude at Cinnabon and be like, hey, would you eat at this mall? And I bet you the dude at the Cinnabon goes, um, no, definitely don't eat at the Taco Bell. I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm picking on Taco Bell. I'm just saying there's always one. Everyone at the mall knows not to eat at one of the places, at least one of the places. When I worked at a mall, I would go somewhere else, even though I could get hooked up for free food because everybody loved me because I'm, I'm that kind of endearing guy. Everyone would be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go outside of the mall because don't eat there. Don't eat there. Uh <sighs> What else? What else? I'm going to just say that three times. That's how flustered uh, being at a car dealership and I'm not buying a car for five hours. I go to places where I can't even negotiate. I just don't want to do it. I just go, that seems about right. That seems that price seems to be what I can afford. That's the car I'm looking for. Let me just buy it. Let me just buy it. On Saturday, on Saturday, uh, I took uh, the wife to the to the bank. Because, uh, you know, there's some things that you got to do. Uh, I wanted a, a safety deposit box because I'm going to the Philippines. Did I tell you this? I told you this. I'm going to the Philippines uh, for a month. And, um, you know, there's just some things that you shove um, under your bed. There's some shit that you throw in a sock and you hide the sock somewhere. Uh, that's not semen. Definitely don't hide those socks because that is going to smell. <laughs> but, you know, this is some things that you just... And I had to go get a safety deposit box. And here's the catch to a safety deposit box. You can't do that shit online. You can't uh, order one. You can't reserve one. You can't schedule an appointment for one. You got to go to the bank and you have to have direct deposit. And you got to just, it's a whole ordeal. We go in on Saturday and I don't even know, I don't even know why banks are open on Saturday. They're open from like 10 to 12. Who the fuck that works at the bank wants to work from... It's not even a full day. It's like, I got out of bed for this shit? 
9 to 12 even? 9 to 12. 9, 10, 11, 12. Three hours. I got out of bed for fucking three hours. I counted the drawers for three hours, and I got to count the drawers again. It was fucking bullshit. I called him up early, and I was like, hey, can I schedule an appointment? Like, uh, this is not even a branch. You can only go to this specific branch that has uh, safety deposit boxes. And uh, so he had to go down there. So we went down there on Saturday. No appointment waited because nobody, nobody in the bank's a rush. Only the tellers in a rush. Anybody that's not a teller, not in a rush. They just come, well, whatever, you know, just sign this paper. You know, like there was no multitasking. There was no sense of urgency. And I'm not saying she was horrible at her job. She was fine. Like it just, there was like no sense of urgency. And I was like trying to pick it up the pace because by the time we got there at like 10, 1030, you know, by the time we actually sat down with the person who does the safety deposit box, because apparently there's people who don't do safety deposit box, apparently, at my branch. She, I was, it was like almost 11.30. We're going through the paperwork. I was like, wow, 11.30, almost time to go home. She goes, oh, really? Is it? Oh, you're not even in a rush to go home. Fuck. I'm, not in a, I'm in a rush to not be here. You're not in a rush to get out? So it's going to be as long as it takes. Now, I'm stressing out. My wife's like, why are you stressing out? It's fine. Fuck them. Whatever. And go, I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a weird Boston thing. Maybe it's a weird thing. But I, I, growing up, I was always told there's two times you don't go to the bank. You don't go early in the morning and you don't go uh, at, at closing time. That's the time you're going to get robbed. And the problem is when, you get, when you're in a bank robbery, from my understanding – not robbing the bank, but just happen to be a casual bystander in a bank robbing. It's going to fuck up your whole week. I got buddies. I've got a buddy who's been in three bank robberies. Obviously, you're probably on a watch list at this point. But he's been and he's like, literally, you've got to clear out your whole day. And then whenever they decide to swing by or whenever they call you in, like it's a whole day ordeal. Like somebody robs the bank, then everyone's got to take you know, background checks and DNA tests and your fingerprints to make sure that they can figure out whose fingerprint. Listen, I wasn't in the fucking vault. I don't know why you're taking my pic. Uh, why are you taking my fucking fingerprint? I'm not in the vault. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, growing up, it's just one of those things where you're like, don't go first thing in the morning. Don't go last thing at night. Those are the times bank robbers are going to rob the bank and that's when it's going to fuck up your day. Nothing would be worse than being on a Friday Taking out cash so you can go to fucking, you can go to Tijuana. You need cash on you, right? Friday, you, the bank gets robbed while you're in there. And now your Friday afternoon turns to Friday morning or Saturday morning. You're still getting answered questions, cops. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But uh, I just feel like banks are in no rush. If you're not going to like the walk-up teller, or the drive-thru teller. Everybody else has got an office. They just don't care. They just... Not that they don't care about doing their job. They're just not like, hey, we go at our own pace. Which annoys the shit out of me. Okay, so what else is going on? Uh, the Bruins. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Bada, bada. Wednesday, game seven. I thought it was going to be... Uh, a clearing. I thought it was going to be a sweep either direction. I mean, these seeds were so low that anybody could have just swept. I thought it was just going to be real simple. Four games, maybe five games. It's gone seven, and uh, it is on the line. Not my idea 
of uh, of a Stanley Cup final. I would like to pack it up, decide it along the way, but I've been watching all the games, and uh, Boston just likes to go like 12 points, 12 goals, and then lose the next one. We went up 5, 5-2 five, last game. Uh, was it game three? We went like seven to two, and then we lost the next game. Last night we went five two, and then Wednesday we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <sighs> Toronto Golden State. As you can tell, I've got I've got topics. My mind's all over the place. Toronto Golden State. Uh, Toronto. I'd like to see Toronto win. I'm curious if they're going to go to the White House or if they're going to go to whatever the equivalent to the White House is in Canada. Whatever the Canadian White House is, I think they should go there. You know, I think that the MLB and the NBA and the NHL should all go to Canada as well. Because fuck it, right? I mean, at some point, we might go look at Canada and be like, "Mm, this is a good idea. Maybe we should live here. Uh, that is my thoughts. Uh, I would like to see, I'd like to see Toronto win. I would like to see Toronto. They're already up. Uh, you know, not it. uh, We've already seen Steph Curry win. KD broke his Achilles. He's done. He's leaving. Uh, They don't need to go on a high note. Let, let them, let them leave hobbling. Toronto, Toronto. This would be the first time that they win something that's not hockey. And I don't even know if Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm sure they've been around forever. I'm sure they've won at least one Stanley Cup. But they definitely haven't won an uh, NBA title. And they haven't won an uh, uh, MLB title or a NBA title. That is for positive. I would like to see. I would like to see them win. I like Toronto. I'm a huge fan of Toronto now just because it just seems like it's a cool city, cool people. I'm a fan. I'm on board. Shout out to Toronto. Uh, what else is going on? Um, you know, Friday. Last Friday, I didn't have a show. I didn't have a show booked. Um, so I just hung out with a buddy of mine. And I don't do that often. Uh, money's an issue. But also, I don't like to be outside. I don't like to be in public if I don't have to be. And you go, well, Lloyd, you're a stand-up comedian. He's like, I know, I'm an introvert. I'm doing a podcast. There's nobody in the house. I literally wait for everyone to leave before I could do the podcast. And um, I'm talking to myself. I'm literally looking at myself and I'm talking to myself. This is most where I'm, where I'm most comfortable. So my wife was excited. My wife's like, oh, that's good. That's good. Go, go play. You know, she's great. She's happy that I have friends. She's concerned. Uh, rightfully so. I'm an introvert. So I uh, went out to a beer garden right down the street from here. And uh, there's, something that, there's something that feels amazing about drinking outside in the sun. And it's like I drink a lot. I drink a lot at the ho- house, at the house, at the house. I drink inside. I drink at bars at night. But drinking outside during the day, there is something about it. That just makes it feel that much better. Like there's some weird DNA thing where you're like, oh, drinking outside. I don't know. I don't know if it's like from the prohibition era where we're like, hey, screw you, copper. We're drinking outside. Or if it's like something way more ancestral than that. I don't know. It's like 
drinking beer is like jerking off, but having sex, even though it's like almost the same thing, it's like the same thing. It's just the location of where you're doing this. It feels better. It feels better drinking outside, out in the sun. And, um, you know, Friday, the clouds started to come over. It was getting late in the day. And even though the clouds were threatening, it didn't bother me. Normally, it bothers the shit out of me where I'm outside, like, because I have to be for whatever reason. And then the clouds come and it gets gray and it gets dark. It bothers me. But not so much. I was drinking. I was like, eh, well, the beer's paid for, so fuck it. If it rains, if it rains, it rains. It didn't bother me. I feel like uh, that is, uh, that's better. You know, like that is, it puts me in a better spot. So I just hung out, um, shooting the breeze. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind talking so much. I just don't like people. I don't like crowds. But... You know, I'm trying to get better. You know, what are you going to do? You know, I've uh, been watching Mad Men a lot. And here's the thing. I think like I'm f- on season five. I'm just trying to rip through this. And again, I'm telling you, it, it's not an exciting series, but it's good. It's not great, but it's not boring, but it's very slow. Like it, it hits you right there in the middle where it could be on the background and you're engaged while it's in the background, but if you're sitting watching it, it's like, eh. But I think I'm going to challenge myself. For the next two seasons, I'm going to do, like, I'm going to pound. Every time they drink, because they drink a lot, I'm going to pound water. That's my drinking challenge because I need more water in my life. I drink coffee and I drink water, but I don't drink enough water. So it's like, ah, I'm going to watch it, and then whenever they break open the bottle, I'm, I'm drinking water, pounding a water just like them. See how many I can get through. See how much I'm going to drink and see if I can't lose some of this weight before I go to the Philippines. Or maybe I'll do push-ups. Ooh, ooh, Loy, look at that. Pound water and do push-ups every time they drink. That sounds like a challenge. Uh, it reminds me when when I first moved to L.A. from Boston. I was sleeping on a, uh, on a buddy's couch. Buddy of mine from Boston. Am I clicking? I'm clicking. Uh, a buddy of mine from Boston moved out to L.A. And then when I decided to move, he was like, oh, just, just come and live with me. Dope. I love you. Thank you. And uh, since I didn't have a job and I was sleeping on the couch, um, you know, there was like a house of four of us, four dudes. So we would just basically play Mario Kart. It was like 06, GameCube, Mario Kart, Baby Park. It's just a circle. So basically, it's fair. It's like the fairest game ever. You could be first or last and then win or lose. Like all the, the tides could change in a matter of a moment. So anybody could. But I was horrible at it. And the way we played it was if you won, you won. Congratulations. You know, you go to first place, first position. Second place, uh, you, you did 10 push-ups. Third place, you did 20 push-ups. Fourth place, you did 30 push-ups and you took a shot at Jack. Well, I was horrible. So I was doing like 200 push-ups a day and hung over just because I was that horrible at the game. And uh, I was swole and hung over. So I think that's what I'll do. Every time Don Draper or somebody on the show orders a drink, I'm drinking water and doing push-ups. 
New year, new me. New series, new me. New season, new me. Uh, yeah, let's see. What else I got going on? You know, I, uh, uh, my, my wife got a new health care, got a new health care plan. And I don't know how any of these things work. Hey, Lloyd, you going to hit us with a segue? No, I'm just telling you what's going on in my life. <laughs> and uh, so new health care at her job, new health care. So we got to get a new doctor. And this shit is stressful because I'm not, I'm that very, very East Coast, hardworking. I'm not, I'm lazy. Blue collar, very blue collar uh, guy. I don't like to uh, go to the doctors. I haven't been to a doctor since like last year. Right. And then before that, I hadn't been to a doctor that wasn't an emergency room or an urgent care. So I'm not really up to date on any of my shots or I'm not ready to go to the Philippines for all of the shit that I need to get physically or physical. So now that we have a new uh, health insurance thing, I got to go find a new doctor and uh, I'm torn torn i I want an asian doctor because i feel like you know uh it makes more sense not because i I only want an asian person to look at me it's like i think we're going through the same thing right you're a doctor you're asian i'm asian you should probably have a better idea of how like the things that we need a little bit better like last time i went maybe i don't know when i was younger uh i went to a doctor and he was like yeah you should probably cut down on white rice and I was like, go fuck yourself. Like, and he, like, he couldn't understand. He's like, oh, oh, are you that tied to white rice? No, I don't want you telling me not to eat white rice. You fucking, I don't know. It's like very strange to have a white guy tell you all of the bad things about white rice. I didn't feel, it didn't feel right. Uh, you know, like now that it, like if I get an Asian doctor, my last doctor was Asian. He was like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's difficult. You got to eat around it or eat better or, you know, just there's things that you can do. Um, he understands that uh, there is, you know, there's a cultural aspect to the way we do things. And I think that if my doctor was Asian, I don't know. I don't know. He would just have a better idea. He'd be more sympathetic to my lifestyle uh, then in like my physical form. Now I'm just trying to debate, like, should I get like an Asian female doctor, an Asian male doctor, Asian male doctor? I don't know. Is he going to yell at me like a dad, you know, be just disappointed at like my cholesterol or my blood pressure or whatever else they measure. Be like, mm. disappointing, disappointing. You're below average. <laughs> well, that's good, right? Low cholesterol. No, 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 no. You're below the average rate of acceptable you failed your your blood pressure failed son i don't know i don't know or it's like do i get an asian woman doctor and she just treats me like a child i'm like i'm probably older than you at this point i don't know why you're talking condescendingly but she cares you know maybe she just kicks in a motherly like oh i care i don't know so i'm debating and on top of that i know they're gonna ask me questions like i really don't have the answers to so tell me about uh your health i don't fucking know shit you're Asian, I'm Asian. We both know that our parents don't tell us anything. They just wake up one day and your parents are dead and they didn't tell you that they had a heart condition. They didn't know because they never see a doctor. You know how this works. I just need somebody more sympathetic to the expectations in which they could ask me questions and uh, the guidance, more sympathetic to the guidance in which that they're going to give me. Who knows? 
Who knows? So yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a new doctor. I'm looking for a new doctor, and I don't know. I just I go to the web, the healthcare website, and I go, "What's close to my house?" Read the reviews. Go to the Yelp reviews. At this point, like I feel like I'm Facebook stalking them. I just need shots, bro. Probably do for a bunch of shots. I I don't know how it all works, but hopefully they do because hopefully that's the profession. Be like, hey, listen, I'm going to the Philippines. And I haven't had shots in, I don't know, since kindergarten. So what do you, what do you got for me? What do you got? Uh, shout out to Big Poppy. He got shot out in DR. Something crazy going on in the DR. Just tourists dying. Fucking people drinking bleach by accident. Dying. Big Poppy. Big Poppy got shot in the Dominican Republic. If anything... I sh- I would say that he gets shots. He would get shot in New York, but no, he got shot in the Dominican. Shout out to him. I hope he's doing better. Uh, I heard he's in better shape. Kind of reminds me of the time when you know I think it was Paul Pierce's second season. He got beat up and stabbed by uh, Benzino and his goons out in Boston, and then he wins a championship years later for Boston. Irony. Uh, shout out to Big Poppy. Shout out to Paul Pierce. And um, getting a new doctor, trying to work out. That's that's really all I got today. Uh, I will say that uh, you know I'm I'm struggling on this Instagram thing, people. If you got tips on how to be better, I'm putting out content. I got a couple videos up. Uh, I'm trying to put more content daily. Trying my best and just trying to be a better content creator. I hate that word. It's creating content. That sounds so, it sounds like a factory. Uh, I won't get into that one. But uh, check me out, Loyly Comedy on Instagram, loylycomedy.com. Shoot me an email, uh, loylycomedy at gmail.com. And uh, I really do appreciate you guys. I've been getting more reviews. I've been getting more thumbs up, uh, get, receiving more encouragement. I do appreciate it. Please, uh, if you have questions, you want advice, I don't know. I haven't read advice. Nobody, nobody wants a guy that tells dick jokes for a living to give him life advice. But, you know, fuck it. T- tell me about a friend, and I'll give you advice on their life. So, therefore, I'm giving, I don't know. At this point, I'm just trying to find shit to talk about. I, I should have another What's Up Wednesday. I posted last week's today because I, um, I don't know. I posted it and it didn't post. So I posted it. There it is. You're welcome. You're welcome. And then I should have another one with uh, Drew Vu again this week. We'll see how that goes. We're getting better. We're dialing it in. And we do appreciate all of your views. If you are listening to this uh we do have a, uh, a YouTube version of it now. Now it's this, but you get to see my fucking smiling mug. I'm swearing a lot today. I don't know why. Uh, if you are on YouTube, which, you know, if you're like, hey, I wish I could just listen to this on my iPod. Or, wow, I'm that old guy. I'm just saying, hey, if you're listening to all my Zoom on my Walkman, uh, if you are lis- if you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, hey, I want to listen to the podcast, same exact thing. I don't, I do very little. It's just um, more, maybe more accessible to you. Uh, check us out, podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, this is where you'll find me, short, pale, and handsome. And um, again, uh, please rate this, share this, like this. I appreciate you and you 
and you were there, and you were there. Uh, what else do I got? Shout out to my Patreon account. All of this is brought to you by my Patreon account, patreon.com slash Lloyd Lee Comedy. And uh, that's all I got. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it's basically a monthly subscription Kickstarter. If you want to throw me a dollar a month, $5. If you want to pay my rent, we can make all of that possible. Call your local, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> two promos, patreon.com. You want to throw me some money? Patreon.com com slash Loy Lee Comedy. Also, uh, the campaign has begun. Call your local comedy club. Shoot them an email. Uh, put a message on their Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Where, wherever you go watch comedy, tell them you want the boy Loy Lee to come through. And, um, yeah, that's how we're going to make this move. So I appreciate you guys. I love you. Please... Take care. Uh, Thank you very much for allowing me to be a day late. It's a big deal in my life. Don't go to the dealership. I love you. Bye-bye. Smooches.